Hi, I'm Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about the CISO's Guide to Spear Fishing Defense. It's my pleasure to be speaking with Joe Opaki. He's the Vice President of Threat Research with Fish Labs. Joe, thank you so much for joining me today. No problem at all. My pleasure. So there's a lot to cover here, and I want to start with this. We hear so much these days about business email compromise. It's a new term for not an old threat, but a a consistent threat. So when we talk about business email compromise, what are we really talking about? Well, business email compromise is a type of spear phishing attack that attempts to scam the victim into wiring funds, typically under the pretext of some urgent or possibly secret business matter. There are several variations, but that's generally the method, and it works. They often target chief financial officers and other individuals that possess the ability to process wire transfer requests. This is usually done by sending them an email that impersonates someone with high authority, usually someone like a chief executive officer, and ask them to urgently send funds to a bank account controlled by the attacker. Bogus invoice schemes, supplier impersonation, CEO fraud or masquerading, all of these are different variations of business email compromise. Joe, with so much publicity about spear phishing over the past few years, why do these campaigns continue to be so successful? Mostly, it's because they exploit people, not technology systems. And people make errors in judgment and don't always follow proper procedure, especially if they think a request is coming from the head honcho. The threat actors carrying out these attacks are often able to identify key details about how a business works, what suppliers they're using, how their invoices look, who their corporate attorneys are, and who reports to who. They use all of this information to create a very convincing pretext that has a really good chance of making it through the human firewall. Where do you find, Joe, that organizations are most commonly failing to detect these attacks? Well, for these attacks to work, several controls have to fail. First, the email has to make it to the victim's inbox. Most organizations have email security and spam filtering tools, but attackers have gotten good at slipping these emails past those technologies. Once it reaches the victim's inbox, it's up to the user to recognize it as a scam and report it to the right people internally. Security awareness helps with this, which means training your users and testing them so they know what to look for and how to spot the scam. But even the best training doesn't eliminate the risk, especially with some of the more convincing scams. The people vulnerability is the one you can't completely patch. Once the victim falls for the pretext, that's where policies and appropriate procedures for authorizing wire transfers comes into play. Attackers try to get past these by either building enough urgency to convince victims to act outside of the proper procedure or by convincing them that the change is so routine that it doesn't need further approval. Joe, I use the term up front, the CISO's Guide to Spear Phishing Defense, and this is a guide that you recently released. So I want to ask you some questions about it. I want to start with, what do you find to be the essential tools and skills for spear phishing defense? Spear phishing attacks are very difficult to stop with security tools. Fundamentally, they succeed through social engineering, not through technical exploitation. You can reduce your organization's exposure to social engineering through rigorous security awareness training and doing phishing simulation tests, but you can't eliminate the risk. No matter how much training you do, 100% of your users aren't going to do the right thing 100% of the time. 
So you have to expect that someone's going to fall victim to a spearfish, and you need to know how to plan out how you're going to respond to these attacks, the ones that make it through, as quickly as possible, and mitigate them before the damage is done. That's the job of your security team. It takes expertise to analyze the attacks, and it takes resources to respond effectively. What do you find to be the main phases that you've recommended in your defensive framework? We encourage security leaders to look at how they defend against spear phishing as a strategic program. It's not about going out and buying a new security tool, so we put together a framework that looks at the processes involved in stopping spear phishing attacks. Phase one is prevention, which is all about limiting the ability of an attacker to land a spear phishing email in the user's inbox. This is where most organizations have focused, but again, 100% prevention is not possible. Phase two is detection. Inevitably, some percentage of phishing emails will look too similar to legitimate communications to automatically block or quarantine prior to reaching user inboxes. The detection phase is all about seeing those attacks and recognizing them as a potential threat. Phase three is analysis. You've detected an attack, now what? You don't know anything about it at this point other than it's probably malicious. But is it spam that has just made it through your filters? Or is it ransomware that you need to clean up? Or even possibly a remote access trojan that's being used by an organized cybercrime gang whose objective is to hijack email accounts of business executives. The objective of doing analysis is to establish threat context, extract indicators of compromise, and determine the best mitigation strategy. Phase four, the final phase, is mitigation. You understand the threat you know the best way to stop it, and now you take action to eradicate the threat. Follow your incident response plan. If the prior phases work well, you'll be able to respond to any incident early in the kill chain where mitigation can be done at low cost with minimal business impact. Joe, that's a great overview of the framework. Talk to me a little bit about what some of the key performance indicators are that you want to use to measure your progress. So with any process, you want to have good key performance indicators in place that you can trust to guide decision-making. In this framework, there are KPIs for each of the different phases. For the first phase, prevention, you will want to consider the percentage of phishing emails delivered to user inboxes and the percentage that are being clicked. For phase two, detection, what's the percent of phishing emails being identified and reported by your users? A good KPI for analyzing spearfish is how long it takes for you to analyze a potential spearfishing threat. Is it sitting in a queue for hours before someone can analyze it, or is someone looking at those as they're being reported? You want the KPI to be technology agnostic. The raw number of emails that a given email security tool blocks is not a good KPI. Joe, final question for you. ROI is always the tough thing to measure and communicate. How are some of your customers communicating to you their ROI after improving their spear phishing defense? Spear phishing is such a high visibility issue for many organizations, particularly those with executives that are frequently targeted. The bad guys are targeting people, and a lot of times this makes it personal compared to other threats that are never really seen by corporate leaders. You will always hear that you shouldn't talk about details when it comes to executive and board-level communications, but it's different with spear phishing. When our clients go back to their executive team or board, 
with a fish they stopped that targeted those individuals, the return on investment here is pretty apparent. Well, Joe, it's excellent. I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thank you so much. No, thank you very much for having me. The topic has been the CISO's Guide to Spearfishing Defense. I've been talking to Joe Alpaki, Vice President of Threat Research with Fish Labs. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.